You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Wednesday. We got a packed up program for you this afternoon. We'll kick things off here at about 420. Rob Howe from Hawkeye Nation is going to stop by. He wrote a column over at HawkeyeNation.com that I think riled up a couple of people over there talking about what's happened with the arrests over the last few weeks from Iowa football. Brady Reef given a one-game suspension. Also, Tristan Werbs given the same suspension for their public intox and OWI calls, respectively. We'll get into that with Rob. We'll talk some Hawkeyes. We'll talk football. Put a cap on what he heard over at Big Ten Media Day last week. That's coming your way at 420. Then at 440, we'll shift our attention over to the Big 12. A lot of talk with Derek Duke from Heartland College Sports on Big 12 football. We'll get his thoughts on so much going on as teams get ready to start up camp and get ready for football season as we are here in the month of August. Football will be upon us. Then at 505, we're talking Green Bay Packers today. Evan Western will be joining us from SB Nation, the Green Bay Packers site. We'll take a look around the Green Bay Packers. Some big injuries that they have had, including a real big one as starting inside linebacker Jake Ryan went down with the torn ACL. What does that mean for one of those middle linebacker spots with Green Bay? We'll get into that more with Evan right at 5.05. Then after that, we'll put a cap on the Major League Baseball trade deadline as coming by, it'll be Zach Reimer from Bleacher Report, lead baseball writer there. We'll get his perspective on, on a wild day in the world of baseball. But with that... Jimmy B comes in here, and, uh, well, I open the program. Jim normally does. I do from time to time. Normally, Jim gets the opening. He talks about, well, Capital City and what the weather is like. But, Brinson, you're you're yes. struggling today. You're uh, not under the weather, but the voice, the voice has seen better days. Uh, it has, Trent. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> woke, woke up, and I felt like I swallowed a frog. Uh, you sound like so. it. I know. I have no idea. So I'll just kind of hang in here the best I can you got the for the mil- rest of the show. You you got the million dollar pipes. I got the ten dollar pipes. It's a little <laughs> bit different. You you've been uh, blessed with with some great great pipes. But today they're on the struggle bus. You can tell. But do you, do you feel okay at the very least? Or are you sick? I feel or, fine. Are, no, are you, I feel great. Am yeah. I going to catch some my, kind of virus my, from you? No, man, no. I went and did my workout, feel great. It just kind of comes, see, now I'm back, and then all of a sudden it goes away. I, I have no idea. Might be some sort of allergy. You're right. Uh, but, for, yeah, but for some reason, uh, I'll be talking to you, and the next thing you know, I sound like Kermit the Frog. So <laughs> I'll do the best I can. Well, that's all right. I, I normally say don't do your best do my best but we know that's not going to be able to work for you today you're going to battle that'll, that'll never happen that'll I, never happen I'll, I'll appreciate that though jimmy b you're working <laughs> you're giving it a go here today we'll see how long that voice holds up with us this afternoon jim uh, the big story obviously of the day though is we we go from a laughing note to something just absolutely terrible and the report that was came out earlier this morning from brett mcmurphy longtime. ESPN writer, he's uh, been one of the the best writers you're going to find in college football, had the story today talking about former Ohio State assistant coach and the wide receiver coach there, Coach Smith, who his wife had allegations of domestic assault, goes back to 2009, the first reported instance of it. 
Zach Smith then in 2015 had more. That happened, investigation, while he was an Ohio State assistant coach at the time with the wide receivers. And uh, mm-hmm. today it kind of all hit the fan with Brett McMurphy's report, pictures of the domestic violence, text messages involving Urban Wire's wife. How much did Urban Meyer know? Certainly damning evidence here against Urban Meyer and that Ohio State football program. Well, uh, Meyer uh, said that he knew about the 2009 incident, Mm -hmm. but he is claiming that he did not know about the 2015 incident and even stated that a week ago at the Big Ten meetings. So he told the media, I didn't know anything. So the question is, is his wife going to swallow the sword, so to speak, and take the heat on this and say that she never told him? Or is he eventually going to have to come clean? And if that happens, the school would have no choice but to fire him. But it'll be very, very difficult for Ohio State and that fan base to come to grips with this because you all know Urban Meyer walks on water with the fan base. Mm -hmm. So from that aspect... There's going to have to be evidence that, A, Meyer did know and didn't report it, or, B, that they somehow can prove that he did not know, and then he saves his job, Trent. It's uh, a sticky situation for everybody involved with Ohio State and how you go through this and, and figure out what to do with Urban Meyer because the guy wins, and you can go back to you know the Florida days, two national championships in three years. They struggled, at least for their standards, a little bit afterwards. Urban Meyer talked about the circle of trust being broken and and letting some bad eggs in there and how it helped derail that football program and not being the national champions that they had been in the past in contention for that during that three-year run. You look at it this way. He went to Ohio State, has done great things on the football field. But is this a surprise? Is this a surprise at all to you? that Urban Meyer would be wrapped up in in something this shady? Because it doesn't me. It it doesn't at all. I've never looked at Urban Meyer. Great football coach. I've never looked at him, though, as a great person. I I never thought that he was a clean football coach. In other words, you know, never had a track record of anything uh, because we know that he did. But this this is highly outrageous with particularly the crime that was involved here with sexual assault. And from that standpoint, uh, the school is going to have to do something. Whether if, 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 if they find evidence that he did not know about it and his wife is going to take the fall, uh, she works for the school. So does she get fired from the school mm-hmm. uh, and he stays? This is this is going to be very tricky. It really is. Uh, the fan base is already beginning to rally behind Urban Meyer, and I get that. But this is a nasty situation for Ohio State. I don't think that Urban Meyer can see the football field again as Ohio State head coach. I, I don't. I don't think that there is a way in today's environment with the Me Too movement that is happening that this guy can stay on if. He knew. And, and I say if he knew, almost tongue-in-cheek. There is not a shadow of doubt in my mind that Urban Meyer knew about this. To think that a guy, as 
well-connected as he is, that knows his football program, the inside and out the way that he is, that is meticulous in the way that he presents himself, his football program, everything that is involved. And to think that he doesn't know about this when Courtney Smith, the wife, ex-wife of Zach Smith, said that Shelly Meyer knew. There's text messages obviously corroborating that. That all the assistant coach wives knew about this. That Urban Meyer wouldn't know about this, wouldn't know about this transgression, wouldn't know about this beating of a woman is laughable in my mind and it's absolutely sickening you know jimmy b uh, we always have the adage the cover-up is worse than the actual crime that's not the case here the crime is worse than the cover-up beating a woman is absolutely sickening and i've dealt with this firsthand i have seen this happen in my own home with my father and my mother I, i saw this happen it is terrible it is something that you never get over as a child, and obviously the woman going through this. That aside, though, Jim, to think that this is happening and somebody that has the power of Urban Meyer let it go, it leaves an absolutely sickening taste in my mouth. Uh, I'm with you. I feel exactly the same way about uh, assault on women like that. Uh, but I'm just, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here if they will try to find a way to confirm that Meyer knew nothing about it. I'm with you with the way that he runs his football program. He had to know, Trent. He had to know. But if they try to do some sort of cover-up and can convince enough people that he did not know of this case and it was kept in-house, hidden from him, uh, I want to see how this story plays out because they better have one hell of a case Otherwise, he will not see the football field. I'm with you on that. From uh, the Big Ten, let's jump over to the Big 12 and Jimmy B, something that is certainly a lot easier and a lot more fun to talk about. Iowa State, uh, they had a press conference today. It was Matt Campbell. Got to get a few nuggets from that, a few news and notes items. It was good to see that. But before that, the unveiling of, well, something that we'd known about for a little while, what they're working on up in one of the uh, the north end zone corners as they're going to have a new student center there. Opportunity for these guys to uh, have certainly a lot more positives in that. But Jimmy B, are you excited about the naming rights for Jack Rice Stadium? Are you excited to put your feet down on, what is it, Mid-American Family Field? Something stupid like that. Uh, it's Mid-American Energy Field. Okay, yeah, that's okay. it. Jack, Jack, Jack Rice Stadium. Mid-American energy field. I wish my voice had energy right now. The the thing the thing about that is is that I'm surprised that uh, um, a lot of schools don't sell naming rights to the field. Mm-hmm. I mean they're they're not going to sell naming rights to the stadium. Jack Trice is Jack Trice. That's it. So the field is the obvious answer to that, and. Uh, Mid-American decided that this was a perfect opportunity. You have a captive audience of over 60,000 people uh, on Saturday, and what are they looking at? They're looking at your logo on that field. So from that aspect, the advertising dollars works for Mid-American and for the the dollars that Iowa State will generate from that. They'll be using it 
uh, to continue to improve the stadium. So I think it's a good mix by both. Uh, one of these things, Trent, and like I said, uh, they'll never change the name of the stadium, and good for them. But for the naming rights on the field, look, you go to arenas, and it's uh, the arena is called something, and then they play on some court, whatever the court name is. Yeah. Isn't Mediacom at Carver-Hawkeye, isn't you, Mediacom yes. all yeah, over it's, the field? Yeah, it's, it's the Mediacom court. Mediacom court at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. You're yeah. going to see the same yeah. here. But, Jimmy, being our uh, three-plus years of doing this, how many times have we mentioned Mediacom Court? Uh, never, right, right. that I can remember. How yeah. often are we going to talk about Mid-American Energy Field at Jack Trice Stadium? Uh, probably never. We'll just say Jack Trice. That's right, it. Right. Yeah. It'll be there. They'll, they'll get a little bit, but it's not going to impact us. And, and good for them to do something to improve for the student-athlete, all for it. It is a little bit funny, though, when, when these naming rights are handed down. And, and a major announcement coming. You know, it reminds me of a Christmas story when uh, the, the dad gets the major prize and it turns out to be the lamp. Major announcement here. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. put this in, in the major category. Major for the kids that will be able to get something to do all that. But overall, yeah, I'm not quite heading down that direction. Well, Jim, we got to get a break here. We'll get you uh, an opportunity to... Get some uh, tea and honey on that voice a little bit and see if you can battle That's through it. We got okay. Rob, Rob Howe coming up next. We're going to talk some Hawkeyes with him. Been a trying couple of weeks for the Hawkeye program, including the story yesterday, Brandon Snyder no longer with the team. We'll get the perspective of Hawkeye Nation's Rob Howe coming up next as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Jimmy B and TC continues on on 1700. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net Being in Des Moines, you just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. Save big on select eye comfort mattresses at the Serta Beat the Heat sales event. Hurry in today to Archer Home Center in Adele or visit SertaRetailers.com. Did you know a new style garage door can give your house great curb appeal? A garage door often makes up around one-third of a home's front exterior, so a new door design can complement your home's architectural style. Hi, this is Scott Everett from Advanced Door Systems of Ankeny. Visit our website, ads-doors.com, to learn more about garage door options and styles available from Rainer, CHI, and Clope. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher's RareCoins.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. The Arizona-Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona-Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona-Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona Iowa Baseball Company. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy V and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Back with you, Jimmy V and TC continues on 1700 KBGG. Rob Howe set to join us here, but, uh, well, Jimmy V, you never know what's going to happen in the world of live radio. I just got a message, uh, a direct message on Twitter right. from Rao, from Rao, okay. excuse me, and uh, he, he said... <laughs> He can't find his phone. He's uh, on the laptop. That's why he sent me the message through Twitter. 
but he can't find his phone. So he said, maybe when you call, I'll be able to locate it. It'll start buzzing or something like that. Not the case. So uh, we're, we'll continue efforting for Rob Howe. And, uh, Here, here's what we could do. Yeah. We could uh, we could do the interview back and forth on Twitter, read our question, and then read his response. We could do it that way. Unbelievable. It is, yeah. uh, oh, you never know. You just never know how things are going to go. But, Jim, th- this has been certainly a trying week for Iowa football. And over the last couple of weeks, you, you go back and uh, the Brady Reef situation. We, we had a chuckle about it. Look, it's a kid of legal drinking age. He made a mistake. He missed right. yeah. a cop car for an Uber. Uber? Yeah. yeah. At that, least he was trying to do the right, right thing. He was he was trying to do the right thing, but it, he failed. He so. did. He gets busted. Yeah. Yeah. So if if it happens here in Des Moines, you know, you're you're hanging out downtown, and something like that happens, you're probably not going to be arrested. In a college town, though, you're more than likely going to be arrested, and that was the case mm-hmm. there. And and he'll pay the penalty, and he won't play in the first game against Northern Illinois. You go then to this weekend, and what happened with Tristan Wirth? Certainly, the story itself, got, trying to get three guys on a moped, stupid. You can laugh at that a little bit. The thing that's not laughable, though, is that he had been drinking. He blew a .127, I think it was, something like that. He was obviously legally drunk, and with that, you get the repercussions that are handed down there. But the Brandon Snyder situation is a lot different. And we were not able, you know, we were kind of trying to put our finger on what was going on on Monday. We speculated about a lot of the conversations that were out there. Yesterday, that was different after we got the news. But I I want to uh, bring up something that his father had talked about. And Tim Snyder, the, the father for Brandon Snyder, he had a post up on Facebook. It's also out on Twitter, and you can find it. I thought very well stated. The thing that I, I really enjoyed about it is there wasn't excuses. It wasn't making excuses for some of the things that had happened with Brandon. Would have been very easy to point the two ACL surgeries, the isolation that he was going through, and, and blame right. other people. That wasn't what the Snyder family has done. It's not what Brandon's done. It's not like what his parents have done. And, and to the parents' aspect, for parents out there, that it's never little Johnny's issue. It's always somebody else. I think this is something that a lot of people can take away with this in a positive light and understand that instead of blaming other people, instead of putting and pointing the finger at a lot of other areas, they pointed it right back at them and at Brandon. And that was something that, frankly, Jim, you don't see a whole lot of anymore. I, I'm with you on that. I uh, applaud the parents for doing that, uh, right and rightfully so. Uh, also, his younger brother is going to join him now, too, at South Dakota State. So uh, this is, you, you know, stuff happens. And when, and when stuff happens, you got to make a decision. So he decided, school decided, it was better to cut bait and move on. And be honest with you, Trent, I'm okay with that. Look, I know he was lifted, listed on the depth chart as a starter, um, but at least at that position, Iowa does have some depth. But the kid was a player, no question. And if indeed things go bad early in the season for Iowa and it's in the secondary, you know that that name is going to come out again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there, there's, it will. Yeah, if yeah, there's some injuries that happen and things like that. Yeah. You know, one yeah. thing that, that we mentioned, I think, bears repeating, Jim, about this whole 
uh, situation with Brandon Snyder. Is this wasn't, you know, where he was arrested again. It, it wasn't anything like that. But it was a series of events where he was not hitting certain protocols that were out there. And that this was not just Kirk Ferentz saying, you know what, we can't deal with this anymore. This went a lot deeper than that. This was a whole bunch of people involved. Coaching staff, assistant coaches, player development, all those coupled with the leadership council. This was his teammates. Mm-hmm. These were people that were involved in that avenue, that know this, that have put in the blood, the work, the tears that go along with what you have to do on a football field to get ready. All these people were also involved. His teammates were involved, but they made the decision that for the betterment of the football program for the 2018 right. football team that they thought he should be removed. I think that says a lot. We, I have questioned what the leadership has been, if that could be a concern. The way this was handed down, the way this went through, though, I think that the leadership is being shown with this group. To take a guy that you know is a good football player and to make that suggestion, I think says a lot about the leadership with the players at Iowa. Well, you better hope, too, that that leadership then shows up on the field. Because as I referenced earlier, if there are struggles in the secondary, his name is going to come up again and say, look what you lost, and you were unable to replace it. So you better hope that they do have success in that defensive secondary, Trent. Well, in a way, but if this is for the betterment, a Brandon Snyder. I, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. I, I'm with the betterment. Yes, yes. I'm just saying that if because fans don't forget, they don't they don't forget. They'll 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 say, oh well, we got depth there, and then all of a sudden that depth is not as good as that player who left. That's when his name will come up again. And we don't know where Brandon Smith was in terms of recovery. He came back last year against right. Illinois. Uh-huh. Had that pick six, the 89-yarder as he went back, but he was lost right afterwards with another torn ACL. It felt at the time, as he made his way back against Illinois, that he came back too quickly. I I think we had that conversation, Jim. There's no doubt we talked about that. It felt like, to me, he was coming back too quickly from the injury. Well, it was a different injury. It wasn't you know, something that happened because he came back too quickly, but you wonder, putting too much strain, too much pressure on the repaired ACL, if that could lead to another. Speculation, yes, but that's a thought that certainly went through my mind. What is he going to be now coming back off of two ACL injuries? I'm right. sure he'll be an yeah. outstanding player whenever he's ready, be it game one against Iowa State for South Dakota State, or if it's in the middle of the season at the Missouri Valley Football Conference. I'm sure he is going to be a very good player when he is mm-hmm. out there, but what does that mean at the Big Ten level? It is a different level, no doubt, Jimmy B., what is he going to be? He was listed as a co-starter with Jake Gervas, a guy that a year ago when he was looking to replace Brandon Snyder as he was working his way back, he struggled. But I thought by the end of the year, Jake Gervas had turned into a very nice player, a very good guy that you could count on, dependable on the backside. I think they're in good shape there. The other side with Amani Hooker. Amani Hooker's a star. Jimmy B, this is a big-time player. This is a guy I think has all Big Ten written all over him. He's made big plays for them. He was a whisker away from making the big uh, deflection to beat Penn State a year ago. I told you, it happened right in front of me. If he was an inch taller, he gets to that football. He was right there. Mm-hmm. Made the pick six against Ohio State. You're in good shape. But I think more importantly with Imani Hooker, if an injury does crop up here, and let's say it is Jake Gervas, because suddenly at the free safety position now, you don't have the depth that you once had 
with both Gervais and with Snyder. If there is an injury to Jake Gervais, he goes down maybe even a game or two. Let, let's not make it anything big, but he's out for a game or two. Okay, you, yeah. you have the flexibility, I believe, with Hooker, who can move over to that spot. Geno Stone, we saw him a year ago come in, play some time, saw a lot of special teams as a true freshman. He can man that strong safety position. Hooker can flip over, play the free safety. You have that flexibility. That is good news. And you couple that with what I was bringing in in the defensive backfield, what they have coming in in that spot. It is a group of freshmen that is as highly regarded as I can remember from defensive backs for Iowa. The safety positions, Julius Brents, Dallas Craddock, two four-star kids, highly rated, highly recruited, had big-time offers out there. You start right there. They're going to be manning the safety spots. They're going to be learning the system. Maybe it'll take a little bit of time, but with the flexibility that Iowa also is going to have with the new redshirt rule, being able to play these guys up to four times and maintain that redshirt status, I'm sure what you're going to see, be it Julius Brents, Dallas Craddock, or even Merriweather, a kid that comes in from Michigan with a lot of athletic ability, all those guys possibly targeted to be safeties, you're going to be able to play it out in the field and see, all right, of you three, one of you is going to play all year long. Let's see what you do on the field. That kind of flexibility, Jimmy B, is a nice thing to have. I, I get the flexibility aspect, but I remind everybody that they're freshmen. And in the Big Ten, freshmen most of the time get eaten alive. And the schedule which Iowa is playing, uh, the non-conference schedule, uh, Iowa State and those receivers show up and they're playing against freshmen, their eyes are going to light up, meaning Iowa State. Uh, Northern Illinois uh, is going to be a difficult game as well. Look, doesn't mean that they won't play well, Trent. I hope that they do. I'm just saying that they're freshmen, and freshmen tend to make mistakes. Very well could be the case, Jimmy B. I I have confidence in Phil Parker, though. Phil Parker, with what he's done with defensive backs, getting guys ready very early in their career. You know, Manny Rugamba, a guy that we've talked about that just left. Mm-hmm. He was yep. thrust in there against freshmen. He looked the part. Des King was thrust in there as a freshman. Looked the part right away, was able to play at a high level. A lot of other spots I agree with you. If we're talking offensive line, we're talking defensive line, we're even talking linebacker, I would certainly buy into your theory. But in the backfield, defensive backs with Phil Parker, they have shown year after year after year. You can go back a way back. You can go back to Benny Sapp. You can go back to Bob Sanders. Those guys, as freshmen, were ready to play. And we know here recently, as I just mentioned, a couple of guys that were ready to go right away in their career. I think they're going to be fine at that spot. Depth takes a hit, but there's enough flexibility. If there was ever a position for this to happen to with this Iowa football uh, team, I think the safety spot is something that they can withstand. Now, the depth does take a hit. You don't have the same kind of depth you once had. I get all that. But this isn't, in itself, a big deal. But big picture, Jimmy B, that's where I do have concern. Now when you look at this overall, individually, Reef out for a game, Werfs out for a game, you lose Snyder, those individually not a big deal. The the guys, Manny Ragumbo that we talked about, some of the other players that have left, each individually is not a big deal in my mind. But all of this together, and even go back to when Brandon Snyder got that OWI in December, Remember the bowl game where we didn't see Alaric Jackson. He was suspended Mm -hmm. for the bowl game. And then all the things that have happened since then, 
Is Iowa football heading down a slippery path? I hope not. I'd, I'd hate to see it uh, turn out where you have student-athletes always getting busted for something. Uh, that's just not a good look. I know it's easy to party in Iowa City, uh, especially when your school is generally ranked in the top ten or even the top five of good party schools across the country. But if you're that sort of athlete, uh it behooves you not to make those kind of mistakes. You have to take some responsibility sometime, and I would think that it would start if you're a football, basketball, canoeer, it, it doesn't matter, gymnast, track and field. Once you, once you make that commitment to be a high-level athlete on a college campus, you have to take some responsibility for your own actions, Trent. With that, Jimmy B, we're going to take a break here. Rob Howe was not able to locate his cell phone. <laughs> and uh, he just sent me a message again uh, on amazing. Twitter saying he's retracing his steps. And the first stop, he's going back to Hy-Vee. He was at Hy-Vee earlier today. So he's going to be going back there. Hopefully we'll be able to catch up with Rob later in the week. But we're going to talk some Big 12 football coming up next. Derek Duke is going to join us from Heartland College Sports. We'll get Derek's thoughts on the Big 12 as a whole as we get ready for football season it's August, folks. We made it. And we got football tomorrow. Bears and Ravens with the Hall of Fame game. We're getting closer, folks. We're back with more in a moment. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Look for a few isolated thundershowers possible tonight, then cooler later on, a low near 62. Partly cloudy to mostly sunny Thursday, a mild day with a high near 83. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. From executive producer Jessica Beal, the center returns with a new story in a shocking crime. Bill Pullman, Carrie Coon, and Tracy Letts star. The center returns Wednesday, August 1st on USA Network. On the streets of Miami, speed is the law. So when a corn dog goes after the wrong girl, oh, heartburn. one man will bring her Tums Ultra Strength. I'm on my way. Don't get wrecked by heartburn. Nothing works faster than Tums. Your mustard's fast, but my Tums are faster. And with Tums on the go rules, it's never been easier to leave heartburn behind. You did it. Yeah. You gonna finish that corn dog? Tums Ultra Strength, available in a store near you. Where is your there? Your happy place. Your go-to destination. Maybe it's that hidden cove by the lake. Or that place an hour and a half away on Route 6 that serves the world's best meatloaf. Or maybe it's home. At Valero, we have the fuel to get you there. Wherever there is. Because Valero top-tier certified quality fuel keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. One in eight. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. 
At Komen, we think this is unacceptable. We know that this statistic represents our mothers, sisters, aunts, and friends who have to face this awful disease, and we do not intend to sit back and do nothing about it. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us fund national research and provide life-saving breast health services to women in our community. Get registered today at komengreateriowa.org backslash DM race. See you at the start line. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. For one more beer for me, exile means quality, so savagely. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. We continue on taking up until 6 o'clock tonight. Talked a lot of Hawkeyes and Big Ten there throughout the beginning portions of the program as we await more on the ongoing Ohio State situation and obviously what's happened with Iowa here over the last couple of weeks. Time to turn our attention to the Big 12, Jimmy B. You going to be able to make this one through it with the bad voice today? I'll, 
I'll, I'll do the best I can, Trent. Sometimes it's good, and then it goes to hell in a handbasket. Uh, I get a kick out of it every single time, not going to lie. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying this one, Jimmy B. I know you are. Just I know. Struggling with the voice over there, but we're, uh, we're making our way through here on a Wednesday. Let's welcome in Derek Duke. You can find his work over at Heartland College Sports as he joins us here this afternoon talking some Big 12 football. Derek, what's going on? I'm doing fantastic, guys. How are you doing? Appreciate you having me on. Well, excited to talk some more Big 12 football with you as uh, camps are starting to break. We're going to get to hear more and more about these squads, what's going on. I'm, uh, I'm going to start here in reverse order. I'm going to start at the bottom. New athletic director at Kansas, David Beatty, trying to get the numbers back up. Is this a lost cause? Unless he can miraculously get this team to bull eligibility. Are we talking about dead man walking down in Lawrence and David Beatty? I think you hit the, uh, the nail right on with the hammer there. I think David Beatty is in some serious trouble. Uh, obviously, you said you got the scholarship numbers. He did a great job getting, getting those numbers up. Uh, but to me, the performance on the field has just been an issue. Last year, I felt like they took a complete step back. Uh, you know, back in 2016, you kind of saw a little progress, especially after that Texas win. Mm-hmm. Last year, they were just an absolute mess on the offensive line, mess at quarterback, defense. Even with Doran Armstrong uh, Jr. coming back last year, took just a huge step back. Now this year, he's gone. Who's going to be who's going to be the quarterback for this football team? Is it going to be uh, you know Stanley Carter, Peyton Bender, Miles Kendrick, the JUCO guy coming in? There's just so many questions about about that football team right now. Are they going to make a bowl game? I mean, realistically, let's face it, they're not going to make a bowl game. I think anywhere from three to four wins, I think maybe something that Jeff Long would have to consider maybe bringing Beatty back for another year. But right now he hasn't proven it to, to even get to that three-win mark. So until we see some improvement across the board, I, I really do think he's a dead man walking. Uh, I'm with you on that, and I apologize for the voice. Uh, look, uh, Jeff, Jeff Long went out and hired Brett Bielema. Could that be an issue if Bielema, who's now working for the New England Patriots, and they pull the plug on Beatty, would Bielema show up at Kansas? I wouldn't be surprised if he does. And, you know, that was an interesting connection down when they were together at Arkansas. That was that was Jeff Long's guy over at Arkansas. So yes, able it to was. Get, uh, he was able to get you know Brett Bielma out of Wisconsin at that time. You look at Wisconsin at that time; they were they were going to BCS polls every single year. Obviously, they had that miraculous year with Russell Wilson back in 2011, and he was able to pull, pull Bielma out of the Big Ten. You know, he's had plenty of success there. Had him at Arkansas. Obviously, things didn't go the way you know everybody planned it to be, but I, I could see it needs to be a situation if Beatty was gone for for Jeff Long to maybe take another look at Bielma. Obviously, you know, there's some kind of connection there uh, that that maybe you'd be just beyond the football field. But I would I would not be surprised if it was me personally. I think I would bring maybe somebody with a little bit of experience, and then also somebody maybe if not just go the young route. Maybe somebody you know an upstart coordinator. But as far as right now, David Beatty, like I mentioned, he's got the numbers up. Now it's just a matter of putting the pieces together and being competitive in the games, going out to you know prove it on the field. You know, it's kind of enough with the off the field talk. It's time to start showing the stuff on the field. You know, Derek, uh, another coach that goes into 2018, I think, at least uh, talked about on the hot seat is Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech after five seasons, 
certainly has not raised the profile of that team, and there's been some ugly moments on the field throughout that tenure as well. He brings back everybody defensively, good thing or bad thing, depending on your perspective here. Plays Ole Miss, plays Houston in the non-conference, and we know about what he's going to face, obviously, throughout the course of the Big 12. Cliff Kingsbury, is he back for another season at Texas Tech next year? I believe he, right now, I would, I'm going to say yes for right now. The thing is about Cliff Kingsbury, I, I don't think he's on such a short lease maybe as I thought he once was. Kirby Hocutt last year, he had to answer a lot of questions because they were struggling down the stretch. And then Cliff went out and uh, they beat Texas in that last game of the season down in Austin. And that, I think, to everybody around that program thought maybe that saved his job and for, for at least another year. Uh, but you look back at what he's done with the defense. David Gibbs down at Texas Tech, the defensive coordinator, he's been there for about four years now. That's longer than any, that's long as any defensive coordinator's been there in a very, very long time since the Mike Leach days, if I'm not mistaken. But the defense is turning a corner. The question is offensively, can they get it together? They bring back all five starters up front on the offensive line. They do have some issues at running back, and they also have a quarterback competition with Alan Bowman, Jet Duffy, and McLean Carter. So, We'll see how that shakes out. Obviously, they're always talented at receiver every single season, so I kind of trust them there. But if they get the quarterback issue solved, this could be a sneaky, sneaky good team this year that could make a little bit of noise. Obviously, I'm not going to say they're going to be a big ball title, but they're a team, if they get that quarterback situation down, I think they could be very sneaky good like a K-State or somebody like that. But like I mentioned, I don't think Cliff is on such a, a tight leash like we think. People around that program really want Cliff to succeed. He, he went to school there. He was a quarterback there. You know, he's, he's the golden boy there. So people there are definitely rooting for him. I, I don't think the leash is the shortest, maybe some of the others think. And Andy looks like Ryan Gosling. So uh, from that standpoint, all, <laughs> things, are, all things are good. Um, my question then to you is, in your estimation, is it Oklahoma and then everybody else? Or is it Oklahoma, TCU, K-State? I'll throw Iowa State in that mix. Uh, how about West Virginia? Uh, how, how do you see the first four teams? I think, I think I do see a separation between Oklahoma and maybe the rest of, the, rest of those teams. I mean, obviously Baker Mayfield's fantastic quarterback at Oklahoma throughout his tenure there, but you look at where they've been the last three years, it's it's really not even been close. I think they've in the last three seasons in the Big 12, they've only lost, I think, two conference games. So just, that is just outstanding. You know, that hasn't been done in a very, very long time. Obviously, the three-time uh, defending Big 12 champs looking for a fourth of the preseason uh, media favorite at, at back at Big 12 media days. They're the heavy favorite right now. I, until somebody knocks Oklahoma off their pedestal, I, I don't see – I have to put them a cut above everybody else, but – Two through four, or I think you could go two through seven, really, and just kind of jumble it any way you want to. You could say any team for this slot or any team for that slot, and I think you can make a valid argument. But I really do believe right now Oklahoma's a cut above. The reason I would maybe say they couldn't be if you were maybe making an argument for it is just because defensively, I'm not sure where they're at defensively. Mike Stoops is trying his best to get that thing turned around. This is the year for Mike Stoops defensively. If it doesn't work out, I think I think uh, Lincoln Raleigh's got to cut ways with them uh, and look for somebody else to get the job. But if the defense improves this season, I think Oklahoma will be a cut of everybody else. 
Kind of above everybody else, good enough to be 12-1 and one and back in the college football playoff, or are we looking at another season where the Big 12 is the conference left out? I'm just going to be straight up honest with you, a guy that covers the Big 12. You know, you obviously want the Big 12 to do good. I, I believe this is a down year for the Big 12. I have a hard time picturing a team going 12-1, and one. Uh, even if they're a Big 12 champ. I, I, I would have a hard time seeing somebody make it out of the Big 12 into the college football playoff. Um, I'm not sure how you guys feel about it, but I always kind of feel like the Big 12 gets overlooked a little bit, especially during the, the uh, poll rankings and whenever the college football playoff committee starts doing these weekly rankings uh, in the later part of the season. I always feel like maybe they don't get the respect they deserve. So I, I really have a hard time seeing a team only finish the year with one loss in the Big 12 this year, just because I think it is just one of those years where you can make an argument for a lot of teams I'm with you. Normally, the Pac-12 gets left out, but I think Washington is going to be the team once again uh, that is going to dominate the Pac-12, and I have a feeling that the Pac-12 will take the Big 12 spot. Are you in on that, or do you have an opinion on it? I would, I would, I would kind of agree with that. I mean, obviously, somebody's going to be left out. There's five Power Five conferences, and, and there's only four playoff spots. And, and what I just said earlier about, I don't think a Big Twelve team is going to finish just one loss. I think maybe the best thing, best case scenario, you're going to finish with two of the Big Twelve title. But I would have to agree with that. Now, if it's going to be Washington or, or USC, I'm not really sure. I'm going to assume Washington. They seem like a heavy favorite coming out of Pac-12 these days, but. I would agree with that. Uh, you know, the thing about the Big 12 is that's interesting. This is a round-robin schedule. There are no breaks in the schedule. You have to play mm-hmm. every single team. You don't. This is the SEC where, you know, in a cross division, if you're in the other division, that, oh, you'll see that team only every seven years or so. No, you have to play every single team at least once every single season. And that's what's so tough about this conference that I don't think people outside realize. Derek Duke joining us from Heartland College Sports as we take a look around the Big 12. Well, I think we can all agree that Will Greer is certainly the best quarterback in the Big 12. From there, though, it gets a little bit more wide open, something that doesn't usually happen in this conference. For your money, who's the second-best quarterback in the league As we, when we look back upon it after December? I truly believe coming out of last year, I, I watched a lot of Big 12 football, and I was just so impressed. Obviously, this, this team that I'm going to mention here did not do so well as far as overall record, but I'm going to go with Baylor quarterback Charlie Brewer. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he, coming into camp, this guy was the third-string quarterback as a true freshman coming into camp. He was behind Zach Smith and a new, a new Solomon, the uh, grad transfer that came in. Uh, I went down to that first game over there, for Baylor, they played Liberty last year. They got upset. Obviously, everybody was down. I think two games later, Zach Smith stepped in uh, in the Duke game. Doesn't work out, and then you know they kind of take a chance. They roll out the true freshman, and he just lights it up for Baylor. He gave Baylor just another dimension on offense that they didn't really have in the passing game. Not only that, the guy can move around in the pocket. He's able to buy a little bit of time. Obviously, he's not going to outrun somebody, you know, score a seventy-five yard touchdown or anything like that, but. He's athletic enough to move around in that pocket, buy a little bit of time, and then make a throw downfield. So he was a guy I was really, really impressed with. I believe he started maybe the last four or five games in the season. But I think Baylor really turned a new, turned a new leaf over uh, whenever he stepped in that, in that football game over there for him. So 
I, as of right now, obviously there's so many unknowns at quarterback. I would have to say, as of right now, I'd have to go with Charlie Brewer down at Baylor. Evan, uh, we're, I'm sorry, uh, Derek, we're running out of time here, so we'll let you go on that, and I'll try to get my voice back, and I'll let Trent say goodbye to you. <laughs> we'll see you, Derek. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you guys for having me on. Good stuff. That's Derek Duke. You can find him over at Heartland College Sports Talk in the world of football, basketball, and a whole lot more. The guys do a great job over there. Again, Heartland College Sports for all the information. I, I like what he brought up there with Charlie Brewer, and I yeah, yeah. I, I think Baylor is going to be much better this season than originally uh, what people saw. I, I don't know if it's good enough to get to six and bull eligibility. Matt Rule had a mess, obviously, to clean up, but they're bringing in a whole lot of grant transfers. Brewer was good last year as a freshman, and they showed toughness. Even in a 1-11 year, and as silly as that may mm-hmm. sound, I thought that team was a lot tougher than I anticipated. Uh, I think they'll win some games, Trent, and I think they'll be competitive against some of the better teams, but I do not look for them to make a bowl game. Fair enough. I, I think that's a good look at it, a good perspective. Five, four and eight, five and seven, something along those lines. Certainly could see it. We got an hour in the book, still one more to go. Brinson trying to battle through. We come back with more here in a moment. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher's Rare Coins.com. 
On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org slash Iowa. Save big on select iComfort mattresses at the CERTA Beat the Heat sales event. Hurry in today to Archer Home Center in Adele or visit CERTAretailers.com. Get your Ph.D. in Back to School from Staples. Today's lesson, one stop is greater than two. Staples has everything for back to school at low prices and always in stock. So no going store to store to get everything on your list. And now, Staples 4-ounce glue, comp books, and 12 packs of yellow number 2 pencils are each just 50 cents. Get your degree in back to school today at your local Staples, the back to school specialty store. While supplies last, offer ends 8418, in store only, limit 30 on comp books and pencils. Coffee shop, gas station, grocery store, Polly's Palace of Fine Coats. One of these purchases is not like the others. Sound suspicious? We thought so too. Today, we're recommitting to you and continuing to help keep your money safe, like alerting you to certain card activity we find suspicious. If it's not your purchase, we'll help you resolve it. Wells Fargo, established 1852, reestablished 2018. Availability may be affected by your mobile carrier's coverage area. Wells Fargo Bank NA, member FDIC. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Right. 